Hey, welcome to the Pass Control Podcast. I'm Brendan, and I got Mike here. Yeah. And I got Dom. Yep. And in this week's episode, well, our second episode of the week, it's uh, E3 2017 Part 2. We cover all the things that we didn't get to in the last episode. So, last episode we covered EA and Xbox, and today it was everything else. So, listen in, enjoy us uh, giving our thoughts and final wrap-up on what happened, what all the lovely developers showed, and as always, you can find us online at ptcgaming.com, on Instagram at pass underscore the underscore controller, and on Twitter at pass controller. You can find me at bgroom and Mike at underscore mycopath. Mike's pretending to be dead on the couch right now, and it's really freaking me the fuck out, because every time I look over, he just looks like he's dead. Um, but yeah, make sure to like and subscribe to the show. No, your support means we can continue to do great things for you guys and provide amazing content. So, yeah, enjoy this week's episode. Episode 36, E3 2017, Part 2. We're I wanted to try something new. Listen, sometimes you just like to get it out there. Well, now he's actually recording. Put it out there. Oh, don't somewhere. worry. I already, I, like I said, I... No, I knew, I, I knew we were segued off the moment. It was the proper... We're here. We're here now. Whatever. So, uh, it's... Part two of our E3 bonanza. Part two of several parts. Several parts of what? We're not gonna get through everything today. No, we got this. Let's, we, I mean, we have to. There's no, there's, there's no next week E3 honest. episode. So, if you're just joining us, last week or last episode we covered EA and Xbox and didn't get much further. Today we're gonna get through the rest of E3. So we said we will. So, we're going in order of conferences here. The next would be Ubisoft. Ooh. Uh, so, who wants to kick it off here? Dom, look at you. Chomping at the bit to fucking talk about Ubisoft and how they, how they exceeded your expectations about everything. Is that your opinion? Is that what they did, Dom? I didn't say any of those words. <laughs> All those words came out of Mike's mouth. Yeah, but he said it with his eyes. I didn't. I was actually staring at the Winstons. Yes. Well, for me, Ubisoft, in my opinion, had one of the best conferences. I think it was honestly between them, Nintendo, and, and Xbox for the best conference. But they they came out the gate very interestingly by starting off with the Mario Rabbids game, which is again like. You know, I expected that game to be part of their conference, if it was real, which it turns out was real. Right. But for them to start off with a Switch-exclusive game is interesting to me, especially when they have a lot of big titles coming out this year and big titles that are part were part of their conference, like Far Cry 5, Assassin's Creed Origins, oh, mm. Oranges... Assassin's Creed Oranges. I'd play that game. And, uh, you know, they they closed with a huge surprise that people weren't ready for. Beyond Good and Evil 2. So, thoughts on Ubisoft? When do you think Beyond Good and Evil 2 is coming out? We're going to go right to, to that? We're just going to go yes. skip through the rest so of the conference? I mean, that was the last thing you said, and that was the only thing I heard, so... <laughs> This is gonna be a terrible episode. No, it's, yeah. you mean like the other ones? No, Mike, you're playing. Yeah. You're playing. You're trying to play Overwatch right now. I'm not trying to play. I'm trying to play. Jesus, um, I mean, honestly, I don't. I don't foresee that game coming out 
until early as 2019. I'd be shocked if we got it next year. I don't think it's near... I don't think it's that close to being done. I do think we'll see some gameplay next year. They did have a... They did have a... Closed doors, like, gameplay reveal to people in the industry. So, I mean, they did have something there. It just wasn't for the public to see. Because it's still very early. At least from what they said after they saw it. I don't think they were allowed to disclose much. But they did say that, you know, it was very early. But it showed a lot of things that the game is going to do. One of them being very interesting. Which is... They... The person that I was reading this article from, they were talking about how they were like curious as to how like the space travel was gonna work, where like you know how how the environment was gonna work, whatever. And uh, basically, one of the devs was like, "Well, our whole the whole world here is like a day and night cycle in a functioning functioning like solar system, so." Like, as you're, like, traveling and stuff, it's, like, all real-time-ish type stuff. I don't know. It, from what I read, it, that sounded really interesting to me, and it sounded really cool. I mean, when, when the fir- when the original game came out, it was ahead of its time. It had really, you know, amazing graphics. It was a really, you know, well-received game. So, I I expect good things from this game. I just don't think we're going to see it until early this 2019, and I think that's being, like, generous. But who knows? I mean, it's going to definitely be a big game for them when it does come out. But my opinion, 2019, the earliest. Yeah. That gives them, you know, the rest of this year, the entirety of next year, and then, you know, another six months if they choose to put it out, you know, in the middle or, or end of the year. Some that Q4 goodness. I don't, I don't think it will be a 2020 game. I think 2019 is a good window for it. Unless unless the game is just massive and has all of these like you know new types of physics and, and game engines that you know need more work, but we'll see. Um, I have nothing really to add about that, mostly because I didn't play the first one. I feel like it was a game that someone had mentioned to me in the past, like oh I really love this game, but I didn't do anything with that information. I I mean I I could have looked up like the sales and the reception of the original. I I'm pretty sure the original was very well received, but I don't think it was like a massively selling. I think it was more of a cult following than it was like a everyone bought this game. It was also on GameCube. I th- I think it was GameCube and PS2 only. I don't think it came out on Xbox, but I could be wrong. It did. O- initially or did it come out later down the line? I don't know. But it was on Xbox. There you have it, folks. Breaking At some news. point it was on Xbox. He's right, because I do have it on my Xbox right it now. It came out on Xbox and GameCube the same day. Oh, so it didn't come out on PlayStation? It came out PlayStation 2 a month before everything else. Huh. Okay. It was a big deal for that coming to GameCube, I feel like. GameCube wasn't getting a lot of love. But, yeah, I mean, besides that, Ubisoft... They got Steep DLC. I was really expecting Steep to get announced for the Switch, but they didn't make any mention of it, and I don't think it ever came up later in the... Has that been doing well? I mean, it's probably doing as well as a snowboarding game can do. We also don't really have many snowboarding games anymore, like Gone are the Days of Sean... I don't think the Sean White game still exists. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think Sean White exists anymore. SXX, that's like PS2 days. So... Yeah, I mean, snowboarding game doesn't really have a 
a lot of the extreme sports games are kind of out to pasture at this time. There's no, not really any skateboarding game. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5 was garbage. Bargain bin nonsense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you could be Cuphead and Mugman. Uh, um, Cuphead and Mugman and what? Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5. What the fuck? Is, oh, you're... <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, I'm not a big Assassin's Creed guy. I haven't really enjoyed Assassin's Creed since the second one. The second one was probably my favorite that I've played. Any of the more recent ones just haven't done it for me. I really expected the one that was based in New England to, like, really pull me in, and I was super excited to get it, and then I just didn't play it. It didn't just didn't grab my attention. But Do I own that? I don't think I bought that. I think you own the one for PS Vita. I, I think your that. Vita came with it. I have that, but I also have the my coworker was like getting rid of a bunch of other games, so I I got like the first two maybe. Okay. And I didn't play them because I think at the time they weren't backwards compatible with the Xbox One, and I didn't feel like hooking up my Xbox. Yeah. Now I think they are both backwards compatible. And my old Xbox, my Xbox 360 is hooked up. So, mm. at some point, I could definitely play them. I'm just lazy. Yeah. What about you, Dom? Assassin's Creed Origins doing anything for you? Um. I mean, I, I don't know. It looks interesting. Um, the giant hippo. Yeah. And oh. the weird, the weird like, snake. Yeah. It looks interesting if they, like, decide to try to bring in, like, an Egyptian mythology portion to the game. That's what they must be doing, because from what I can re- remember, not not that these games are, like, historically accurate or, you know, don't involve you going into a fucking machine that puts you in someone else's body. Like, it obviously has sci-fi elements to it, but, yeah, as far as, like, you boss battles against... birds and stuff. Yeah, as that- far as boss battles and stuff against giant things, that wasn't... I don't really think those are in any of the games. Yeah, you know, uh, actually just going back to my feelings about the game. It looks interesting. I feel like I'd be more inclined to play it if I had more of a background in the previous games because then I'd be wrapped up in the mythos surrounding But you love the film so much. The film was... uh, Well, the film existed according to commercials I've seen. I have not watched it yet. Yeah. But if I were wrapped up in the mythos, I think I'd be a lot more interested to see, like, the origins of yeah. the assassins and well, the that's, brotherhood. And that's when I would argue that this might not be a bad place for you to jump in because it would give you, like, you wouldn't be, like, I'm sure there are plenty of things in-game that would, if you're a fan of the series and have played all of them, you know, there's those little tidbits, little, like, nuggets for you to, to, to discover. But because it's, like supposed to take place in the earliest of the timeline of the games. Yeah. It might not be a bad place for you to jump in. The game looks good. It looks polished. It looks like it's going to be a well-done Assassin's Creed. Eh, I just might skip out on it. Hmm. Hey, what's the last game from them that you bought? That I bought? <laughs> I mean, I have Black Flag, and I never played it. That uh, was... That was 4. That was like 2000. Uh, it's on Xbox One, but actually it might have came out first on 360. I don't even remember. Yeah, it was a while ago. But that was there. Like, if, if you were to like ask people who play Assassin's Creed, that's probably the best last one. Yeah, because I, I think, the, I think the, the ones in between are all spinoffs, right? There's a couple. I actually I did get one of the spinoffs because Todd and then Revelations. No, not Revelations. Uh, uh, Unity was the really broken one. It was the France one, I believe. 
So there was yeah the one that came out. No after. no no. Unity was the one where there were three separate games. I think they came out as. I have it around separate here. games. I don't know. I but mean, anyways, they were spinoffs to the the actual yeah series. I mean, I don't know. I the, the recent releases I've bought a couple of them. They just haven't pulled me in. I have no interest. Black Flag I'll get to at some point. I just my backlog is big enough. Um. Todd, Todd likes them, so Todd will probably jump on Origins. Origins does look good. If I was going to get invested in the series again, Origins would be the spot for me. I'd probably go to Origins before I went to Black Flag. Far Cry 5? Any interest? Game looks good, but far, I, I like the I like the narrative that they're trying to show. It's an interesting take. Most of the Far Cry 5... Uh, Far Cry 5 most of the Far Cry games, if not all of them, take place usually in like foreign countries where you're you know the, the enemies are all dark skinned people mm-hmm. like I don't think they say like oh they're Muslim or oh they're black or they're whatever they're just dark skinned terrorists where in this game it's fucking white people so I do like that I mean they're Montanese yeah I do like that I like the the idea of the narrative I don't he know he likes to kill whitey yeah I do yeah. I don't know how much they'll actually delve into that and make it really, really drive that. I don't know if they're trying to be, like, you know... Was Far Cry 4 the game where if you didn't do anything at the beginning of the game, you could win, beat the game... I believe so, yeah. ...by not doing anything? Yes. Okay. 4, and then Primal, and now this. I don't know, the Far Cry series has never been that amazing to me. People are excited about it. Todd's really excited about it. They have aerial combat now, which they never had before for the series. Um, there's a lot of interesting things you can do in this game. You have a dog companion. You have other, like, companion characters that help you. Um, And I believe you can play the whole story co-op, which that's cool to me. I I like games that you can co-op. But for me personally, Far Cry 5 is not doing much for you guys. I don't know. Uh, I've never played any of the Far Cry games, so I'm I'm probably not going to get started on 5. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't look bad, just not for me, which is fine. Not every game needs to be for me. Um, as far as anything else that, that they showed, uh, there was... Mario versus Rabbids? Mario and Rabbids? I don't remember how that game... It's titled. Mario, Rabbids, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Plus Rabbids, that's what it is. Yep. Yeah. Um, if you head over to ptcgaming.com, you can see the article that I just wrote about I won't do my reaction to the reveal of that game, the official reveal. That was a game that I wanted nothing to do with. I was mad that it existed, and then, well, it was all rumored at this point. I was mad about the rumors. I was mad that this was a thing. But then, after you know a week or two, I came to terms with the fact that this was probably going to be a thing, and was like, you know what? It's not for me. That's fine. Not every game is made for me. Just like Far Cry Five is not for me. Um, the thing that still made me nervous, though, was shit. We're probably not getting things like Destiny 2 or Battlefront 2 or Call of Duty or Battle Battlefield 1 or... Or Battleborn. Battleborn or Overwatch or all these big, big titles that are either already out or coming out in this fall. Not They're probably not coming to Switch. And judging by E3 this past week, they're not coming to Switch. So my worry was, oh great, the Switch's third-party support this holiday is going to be a Mario and Rabbids children's game. Which, again... Totally cool for them to make games for kids. 
But if you're going to look at the third-party support for everyone else versus the Switch, that's troublesome to me. Turns out, the game looks fucking gorgeous. I, I love... I, I still hate the rabbits. I want nothing to do with the rabbits. But the game looks super charming. The gameplay looks very well done. I watched a lot of... After the, you know... So they did the reveal at Ubisoft. Talked about the game a little bit. Miyamoto was there being a fucking badass. And then afterwards... Well, the next day after the Nintendo presentation... They do, if you're not familiar or you didn't watch it, they do Treehouse Live, you know, the next two days where they go through a lot of games, they announce more games, but they, you know, usually have developers sitting down with Treehouse staff, and if you're not aware of or familiar with what the Treehouse staff are at Nintendo, they're basically, as far as Nintendo of America is concerned, they're the most important people probably in that building. They're in their own section of the office. It's completely locked off to anybody who's not a member of the Treehouse. They're responsible for all the translation, making sure that anything that's developed in Japan, when it comes here, you know, makes sense. All the dialogue works right. They they see and play everything much further in advance than anyone else knows, besides the people who are actually developing the game, whether it's in Japan or here. Um, and they obviously do a, a bunch of other things behind closed doors, but they're like... As far as Nintendo of America is concerned, they're like the... Those are the people. So, it's always cool to watch the Treehouse Live because you get these people that are normally... You don't know who they are. They're not allowed to talk about things. But here they are, you know, playing these games and talking about them. So they know all the intricacies of the games. Um, but when they did the demonstration on Mario Rabbids, it's a game that I didn't want. It's a game that I didn't think was for me turns out the game is for me mm. so day one purchase for you uh probably to be honest it it i like uh tactical rpgs like i love fire emblem um you know i loved final fantasy tactics back in the day plants vs zombies mm -hmm. uh, that's that's a tower defense i believe yeah it's a man's model no, those are very different things. Tomater. Tomater. They're not the same. Cars, Cars 3. Cars 3. Mike's most anticipated game of the year. If, not, could, the, if not the decade. That could be my most anticipated if it's already out. Well, it came out this week. So now it's your game of the century. Yeah. So takeaways from Ubisoft's uh, press conference? Um, I mean, I think that... Overall, they announced a, a bunch of awesome games, and I think, you know, whether they're for me or not, I think they had a really strong presence. They also had that game Starlink. I don't know if either of you saw that. Nope. It was basically... It's also coming to Switch. It's coming to all three systems, but it's an open-universe spaceship... Like, an open-universe, open-world spaceship game where you're, like, constructing ships and, like, building a fleet, and it has some sort of toy to life aspect where you're also I don't know if it's necessary for the game but you're like you can build your ship in real life and scan it into the game Oh, all right. that part I don't really care about I don't need little ships around but the game itself I'm intrigued by especially if it, especially for a Switch game if I can have this massively open like spaceship game that I can take around with me that's pretty fucking awesome um but I have to think about it a little bit more, but I think I've already made my decision, to be honest, that 
Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle is probably the most surprising thing that came out of E3 for me. In the fact that it completely, like, it was a concept that I wanted nothing to do with. And then when I saw it in action, I was like, oh shit, I fucking want this game. That's why you should never judge a book by its cover. That's right. What about you guys? Ubisoft? Um, I mean, they, they definitely had interesting games. Whether or not, I mean, whether or not I picked them all up. Yeah. Um, like I said, I never tried any of the Far Cry games. Probably won't get five, but I'm not not against getting five. Yeah. Um, Assassin's Creed Origins, if it turns out that it does bring in Mythos, then I'd probably end up getting that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Mike? Well, I feel like those cover most of my thoughts as well. Good-looking games. However, I probably won't get them just because I kind of set myself up in the past. Because past me didn't play those previous games. Like, these look cool, but I feel like I should probably get myself more invested in the back part of it first. It's definitely not the case. All you have to do is watch Assassin's Creed the movie. And you've got all the back true. Well then what are we doing here guys? Let's just rent it and watch it on Brennan's television. Alright. I don't watch it. Thank you for joining us for Passive Control Podcast. (laughs) We're out. See you in part three. I don't know. I feel like a lot of games lately do a good job of if you're new to the series making it approachable for you. I I don't think that especially an Assassin's Creed game where they're different characters. Yeah. Yeah. Just, it's the same group, mm-hmm. but it's different characters, so I wouldn't worry too much Wait, about is, it. Wait, so the guy that's being put in the machine is always different too? I, I don't... I don't know that know. they do that for every game either. Oh, that's weird. Uh, now I don't know what's going yeah. on. Especially I'm, since this game is supposed to be going... In the past, yeah. but no, but at no, the I'm same time, but at the same time, I'm pretty sure the machine that they put him in. Fuck, it's pissing me off that I don't because remember the name. A, right? Is it's not Abstergo? Is it? I feel like it's like Anim, Animus something. Animus? Yeah, something like that. Regardless, of whatever it is, Animorphs. <laughs> yeah, Animorphs. Yeah, Mike is. has the full fucking. I know. He's missing a couple. I'm missing a few. So why aren't we completing that collection? What are we even doing here? Okay, so thank you for joining us. Yeah, we gotta go finish Mike's Animorphs collection. We gotta watch Assassin's Creed the movie starring Michael Fassbender. Then we will go find the rest of the Animorphs books I'm missing. All right, I'm down. Okay. Uh, but yeah, to to I, Animus. I'm pretty sure it's Animus. Yeah. Um. But no, when they put him in that machine, I think, I mean, it already, when he, when they put him in that fucking machine, they're already transferred into a different time period. Yeah. So it could be the same person. I have no idea. I'm not that well versed in the fucking MCU for, for AC. That's not the AC. Yeah. The a- Animal Crossing A-C-C-U. universe. Um, anyways, moving on from Ubisoft, let's hit Bethesda. Hoo-hoo. Even though I think Bethesda was after Sony, I think it was Sony Bethesda, but whatever, we'll hit Bethesda because it's quick. Er. Okay. Anybody excited to play Fallout 4 in VR? You, uh, well, can I just walk around? You could, but you can't walk around in a post-apocalyptic... I could go, I could go to, um, I'm trying to think of a a trashy city and pretend like that's already a fucking disaster zone, but I, I just don't have it in me. Yeah. That was a good one, Mike. Thanks. Crushed it. Nailed it. Uh, yeah, I mean, Bethesda's conference was short. I feel like 
people are pretty upset about it and said it wasn't a good show for them. But you have to also realize that, like, this is a developer that has a really good track record of, like, making amazing games. I don't think they necessarily needed their own press conference. All of those games could have ended up on someone else's, like, on Microsoft or Sony's, no problem. But, I mean, I'm not mad that they want to do their own thing. I don't know who else would have done a conference, honestly, if it wasn't them. Like, there's not many that could have did their own conference, to be honest. But from what they showed, I I think easily the best game they showed there was Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein 2. New Colossus. Well, they've got two games releasing in October this year. Wolfenstein 2 and Evil Within 2. I believe that everything that they showed comes out this year. I don't think they showed anything at Bethesda that doesn't come out this year. That is believable. Skyrim also, for Doom Switch. VR. Skyrim for Switch, Skyrim VR, Doom Do VR. Skyrims. Uh, there was no... F- Did they show Fallout VR? Yeah. I, thought they, I think they only showed two, and it was Doom. Fallout 4. It was Doom and Skyrim. No, Fallout 4 and Doom. No, they showed Skyrim, but Skyrim VR is coming to the... the, the um, they definitely also showed Skyrim, unless it was during the, the Sony conference. Skyrim Maybe. VR was showed somewhere. Yeah, they might have done it during the Sony Okay, because it was coming to PSVR. Sony that makes show sense. show a lot of VR stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, Doom in VR, like, the newest Doom that came out was fast-paced, like, fucking in-your-face. That is going to be very interesting to see how people react to that in VR, because that's, like, fever-inducing fucking, like, mm-hmm. legit nightmare shit in your face. Um, but I think Bethesda's gonna have a great year, and I think, you know, Evil Thing 2 is gonna... The first one was pretty well received, I thought, and this year they're dropping it on October 13th, which is a Friday, which is fucking baller. Yep. It's, it's a great release date for them, you know what I mean? Yep. Um, but yeah, I think that their best showing was probably between... No, I would just give it to them with Wolfenstein 2. And it's going to be a super interesting game. Yeah, I dug the trailer for it. I think you might get to shoot Nazis. You don't get to do that enough. And by that, I mean you get to do it pretty often, but still, it's nice to do. Fuck Nazis. You don't often get to do it in America. That's also true. Oh, that's true. Hmm. So. I think that will be a a a well-received game for them. They... What it's nice to see from someone like Bethesda, since no one else is really doing it, is to see a very single-player-oriented first-person game. Where, like, you know, Call of Duty and Battlefield, even the Battlefield 1 single-player this time around was actually really good. Uh, Call of Duty is a fucking multiplayer game. Like, that that's why they're making it. They're not... I mean, people enjoy those campaigns and love them, but... If we're being fucking honest, it's a multiplayer game. It's a multiplayer-centric game. Whereas, you know, Doom was a first... Like, it was a single-player experience first. Wolfenstein seems like it's going to be a single-player experience first. I don't even know if it's going to have multiplayer. But Bethesda did their thing. I'm not upset about them. I wouldn't rank them high compared to some of the other conferences. But I'm not mad about it. Final thoughts on Bethesda? Boys? Uh, Wolfenstein, good. 
Or Skyrim. I didn't even play the first Wolfenstein, but I'm pumped. To I think play there were two yeah. Wolfensteins before this one. Um, yeah, well, there's there's like there was, old there's old yeah. school Wolfenstein for the PC yeah. like back in the day uh, and I think it had a sequel too. I think but, there were Wolfensteins off of the main franchise or whatever. Yeah, I think the last one was Wolfenstein New Order, I believe. Yeah, New Order sounds familiar. Um, but they're great games. You can get them for cheap too, for Xbox. I mean, they're not not a bad thing to throw on your backlog, but yeah, just throw it on the backlog. Throw it on that backlog. Pile yeah. them up. But yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm a fan. I, I think that was a really great showing for them for what they offer. Um, and it was, I think, smart for them to focus on games that are coming out this year. I have no... We'll get to this later on, but again, I have zero interest in playing Fallout or Doom for VR. Yeah, we'll get to VR We'll during, get to it during the Sony talk. Which is next just, anyway, so we can we can hit that. All right, we'll just start up now. So, for so, Sony, they showed a bunch of VR stuff. I have no interest in playing any VR games. I'm not... I also have not super high interest in playing VR games at the moment. But I'm not mad that they had a little bit of a focus on VR. Like, we, we kind of touched on VR in, in the last E3 episode, mm-hmm. where VR is definitely going to be a segment of the future. What I was saying, the that Fallout is you know, Fallout VR is definitely going to be a segment of the future of gaming. And right now, my personal opinion, and I don't think I'm alone here, is especially I feel like we're kind of all on the same page in this room, is that there there just isn't game, there aren't games for it. There aren't good games. There aren't games in my mind when I look at the investment of VR. Whereas I don't have a I currently don't have a computer that can run it, so. To go the computer route would be spending easily a thousand. If you, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think if you can make a budget PC with that could handle that VR. Can, that can handle VR. I mean, there are a couple graphics cards that might hit the the sweet spot, like maybe four hundred, five hundred dollars that you could use. For but then VR. you still have to buy the VR platform. Yeah. Which would be easily what. Five, I don't. 600? I actually don't know how much Oculus or uh, the Vive costs offhand. But yeah, let's let's just say assume a thousand dollars. Yeah, so that's a thousand for like you know probably the shittiest setup you can get PC wise to get something that can run VR, not fucking blow up. And you know then for us, none of us want a PlayStation Four. Do you worry about your games blowing up quite frequently? Or? Yeah, all the it's time. been a real problem for me. Yeah blowfish this shit up but yeah i mean if you don't already own a pc or a ps4 pro you have to factor that into the price of the investment of getting into vr and then you have to buy the vr platform the i'm pretty sure psvr is 400 dollars. so couple that with the price of a ps4 pro if you don't own one that's almost a thousand dollars so i mean across the board it's a large investment and i don't have any interest in any of the games that are there they don't seem nothing seems like worth it to me to spend all of that money to get games that just aren't there so i'm not mad that that sony showed some vr stuff they definitely need to focus on that they i mean their sale they've they've hit over a million psvr units sold which is impressive i think for vr yeah for one specific you know vr offering 
They just need to support with more games. So I'm not mad that they they showed had a little bit of focus on VR. I just don't think any of the games they showed were really that interesting. Yeah, I really hope that the next. So I was, I mean, I was looking forward to Resident Evil Seven. I still haven't played it. I haven't heard good things about it. But I feel like a Resident Evil game would be a good game to couple with the VR. Yeah, I think so. I, and then seven, you could do it in seven. Yeah. On PlayStation, you could. I don't know if you. But can I do haven't it on heard PC. good things about it. I I don't know if the VR helps yeah. the game, but. Well, this is the other thing too that you have to look at, and this is where you know, I don't think we're at the point anytime soon where developers, you know, are going to make big AAA games. Exclusively, exclusively to VR. Yeah. They're going to make their games and then add on it afterwards, which I'm not saying is going to be bad, but it's, you know, it's not, it's yeah, not somebody order, tailor-making an experience for In that. order for me to want to get a VR system, I would need a game that is exclusive to VR. Yeah. Which, which like, if they were to make a game for VR that was, like, also for a regular system... But it was like felt clunky without VR. Then that's when I think people will start to say, "Yeah, maybe this is worth investing in." But it's going to take a big developer to make a big game. And then the other thing comes too is, you know, is this developer going to make it exclusive to PSVR or exclusive to Oculus or or Vive or is it going to be able to play on all three? And I feel like if it's going to be on the Sony platform, Sony's not going to want it to be on the other two. So. Uh, we'll see. I mean, I, I think it's still in such an infantile state, the VR space, and I still think that the VR machines that we have currently are just too tethered, and they're not, you know, they're just not super consumer friendly. Yeah. But moving on from the PSVR stuff, I mean... A game that would be cool in VR, but is obviously not going to be in VR, the Spider-Man game for PS... Would it be cool though? I, I think it would be cool to be Spider Man. No? I mean, I think it would be cool to be Spider Man. I thought it would be cool to be Batman, but I think that Batman VR game was garbage. Yep. So I. That's, but this is what we were talking about is that it would need to be tailored it, for it, the Exactly. VR. It has to be made for it. Like, if they were to just add PSVR support to Sp- the Spider Man game, which I think right now is just being called Marvel's Spider Man. I'm not sure. I think that's what they're calling it. I don't know if it's going to have a different title or not. But, I mean, we can jump right onto that Spider-Man game. I have a lot to say about it. But if you guys want to kick it off, I'll let you. Uh, I like it. You like it? Yeah, I like what I saw. No qualms about it? Not yet. I mean, granted, it was very little. But, you know, swinging through the skies, Spider-Man, punching some other guys, Spider-Man... I didn't intend for that to rhyme. That just kind of happened. You, it didn't rhyme. Yeah, you, you just, just said Spider-Man, Spider-Man twice. You, I mean, you no, did. Oh, no, you did say Skies and Skies, oh, okay. yeah. You guys, you guys are fucking stupid. Anyway. Oh, we're stupid. Yes. Um, yeah. I I liked it. it. It reminded me of, you know, the Batman Arkham City, Arkham series, which I believe was probably part of the inspiration. Um, I know your thoughts about it. I'm not going to touch that part just yet, but... I don't know. I I would like to play it, is what I'd say. I definitely want to play it, too, and I'm super hopeful for it, but... I think the problem is that it's in PS4-only game, so they're, they're already in a area where this game needs to be... It needs to be well enough received that you're going to get more people to buy your, your system, or 
it's going to need to sell enough copies like with the people that you already have on PS4. I mean, they can they definitely have that install base. I mean, the last time I checked, PS4's install base was over 50 million. So it's like that But are they going to sell 50 million copies of Spider-Man? Probably not. That's and that's what I mean is you they don't you, they don't need to and I'm sure they're budgeted to not sell 50 million copies of it, at least not now. Um they might have longer stretch goals of like, no, if, you know, our install base is going to keep climbing, this game's really good, blah, blah, whatever. But I will say this. If, you know, if a game is exclusive, like, Zelda Breath of the Wild is going to be one of the best-selling games of the year, but if you're going to compare it to games that are multi-platform, it's not even going to hit the fucking list. Yes. You know what I mean? Just, just simply because but, it's only on one system. But the Switch sold units for sure... Because it had Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh, absolutely. And that's what I mean. Is, absolutely. I, mean, I don't think the is, Spider-Man is game... Is Spider-Man Zelda? Probably not. Exactly. I mean, that's no. that's kind of where I was getting... just being realistic. Yeah. Um, I, I want the game to be good. I I want a handful, which is a small handful of reasons, to finally buy a PS4. And I was hoping that Spider-Man was going to go into that handful. I was more excited about it last year with just their cinematic fucking no gameplay trailer this trailer gameplay looked so I don't know clunky was the right word but quick time events are fucking horrible if you're gonna show me cinematic stuff that's fine show me a cinematic I don't need to be guided through the cinematic by being forced to press L and R a couple of times or wait for the right cue to press X I don't need that that's not fun, that's not pushing gameplay, that's not pushing the narrative, it's literally just cumbersome to me. It's nothing about that is fun. I don't find any joy in that. Because at the at the at the fucking end of that whole thing, that's literally just a a shitty rhythm game. It's we're going to give you these inputs that need to be pressed at a specific time. You can fail at it as many times as you want. It's gonna be the same inputs every time probably and it's gonna be you do these inputs to get through a cutscene. I already don't care about cutscenes for the most part. I don't need to be forced to press buttons. Did you play any of the Arkham games? I play all of them. They don't. They don't have. They do. Quick time events in the cutscenes. Yes. Not all of them, but they do. I'm trying to remember. So, that. I, so I the game exist. can make them work. The game can definitely make them work. That's and that's why I mean, point. this is been, where this is been where in I was going to go. Evil games, and I fucking hated it. They just sometimes they just seem unnecessary. If they're if they're done well enough and the rest of the game is working, then I'm not super concerned with having them in the game. It's just that I need it to be open New York City, and that's Spider-Man the can swing that's from the, that the top and the bottom nervous. of every building. It, he at can least jump what they showed, the, it looked very on a track. Like, it looked like everything it, was just it did. follow it path. It looked like he was already in a mission. That's what it looked like. You know yeah, I mean? but I feel like if he wasn't in the middle of chasing down fucking Mr. Negative... You'd just be like, open world, let me go get this kid's but, balloons. But is that what it, why wouldn't they show that? That would be impressive. That would make me say, oh shit, I need to buy this game. Not, here's a fucking track, watch me, this staged enemy interaction, watch me stage these button combination presses. That's not fucking intriguing. That's not amazing. That's literally not intriguing to me. If they showed me open world swinging around wherever the fuck I wanted, I would go buy a PS4 for that game. Well, that's why I'm reserving judgment. Is because I don't. I, I'm still hoping. I think I think that their trailer 
was was not well put together. It was not. It was it was a bad showing of a game that is hopefully much better. I think a lot of people are into like highly anticipating this game, and I think it was just not a good showing. It wasn't. It really of, of it just game. wasn't. Um, it makes me so mad because I want that game to be. I, again, I want a reason to buy a fucking PS4. Going more into the Spider-Man mythos, do we know if? The Spider-Man is Peter Parker, or if he I is it's Miles, Peter Parker. or if he I, is he's not a made-up character. Miles shows up at the end of the trailer. It's not so Miles. So okay. the theory goes is that you probably get to play as both of them at some point. Um, what I read, and this is just someone speculating, is that um, the guy that that Spider-Man is like chasing down at the end of the trailer, where he's going like he's in the helicopter. That guy, he's the power to like make you evil for all intents and purposes so at the end of the trailer he grabs Peter as Spider-Man and the idea is that maybe he makes Peter evil so then you have to deal with that probably by playing as Miles maybe Miles gets his powers I'm, I'm cool with all but, that um, but yeah in the trailer itself it's definitely Peter because he refers to himself as Pete yeah I mean listen I'm not hating on this game I want this game to, to be a good game I what my ultimate hope here is that I feel like there is no better superhero game than the Arkham series, simply because. False. What? Spider-Man, Superman, I mean, Superman, Superman 64. 64. Get the fuck out of here. This guy gets it. Anyways. I don't know the Spider-Man game for. Better than Arkham. Better than Arkham for for the time. No, I love the Arkham series. I'm just giving you. Okay. Other. Yeah, but the Spider-Man game. I don't care about for the time. I'm talking about. Is that game gonna hold up well now? Arkham will if I pop it in. If I pop in the first Arkham. That shit's gonna hold up well. It it will. Which it won't one was hold the one up. that I sent the clip of? I uh, I didn't watch it. Not yeah. Oh, you not, didn't watch it? No, I'll, oh, I'll it, watch that. It is hilarious. Not the one. Um, um, I'm just saying that they've done Spider-Man okay. properly in the past. Okay. Yeah. And we and we're in an age where video games just, are different. Just they should be able to to yes. handle it. But just like just like we went through a renaissance with superhero movies where it got to the point where it was like I don't know what the tipping point was I don't know if it was one of the first Iron Mans or if it was Dark Knight trilogy but we got to a point where superhero movies went from being you know what they were to what they are now superhero games went the same way and my opinion the tipping point was the Arkham series but the my point of bringing up the Arkham series is though Rocksteady did such an amazing job of in my opinion making you feel like Batman. I mean, if Bebop can do the same thing with Spider-Man, then... I don't know why he said Bebop. Because I said Rocksteady. Got it. Yeah. Okay. I was like, what? <laughs> um, yeah, Ninja Turtles. Yeah. But... Insomniac is a... has made good games. They're a good developer. I just hope that they can capture the essence of what it would be to be Spider-Man in a video game. They crushed it with Batman, Rocksteady. I feel like you... Like, I feel like, especially the combat in that game, like, you feel like fucking Batman. Does the, does the combat not feel super, like, exhilarating and fulfilling and... I did like punching I mean, there the are times where it's it's tedious, but yes. I never felt that way. I always... I don't, I don't know. Whatever, but... That, those games do a really good job of capturing what I feel like it is to be Batman. I want the same from Insomniac for Spider-Man. And the stuff that I saw just didn't do it for me. 
I hate quick time events. I just think they're so pointless. And maybe it's just tougher to be Spider Man. I mean, they're definitely two completely different superheroes. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I I need to see more gameplay. I just need to see more gameplay to make a you know. And I have to play the game. But from what that trailer showed me, I was not feeling it. Um, so that's my take on Spider Man. I was not impressed with that. God of War. God of War is a series that has been on my list of series to eventually jump into. There's no, I've no, I've never had, I've never not had an interest in God of War. It just was in the PS3 era. I switched to 360 and didn't get many PS3 games, so I just missed out on God of War. Um, which is a shame because nothing I can I don't want to say anything bad about those games because I've always been interested in them I know you're a fan of the God of War series you love that fucking series uh yes I've only played them like limited limitedly but yeah I, I don't really have any huge qualms yeah Mike uh never played them I almost guarantee you there'll be some quick time events Quick time events that exist in games. That, I mean, they're gonna exist in games. I just the God of War fucking trailer and gameplay showed zero quick time events. That's. I think that was because these this group knew how to put together a trailer. Which again is fine. You're trying to fucking sell me a game. Yeah. You in the Spider Man trailer and was the best so part fucking is, bad. The best part is the the um, God of War developers don't have to sell their game. They already have. People that are going to say, "I loved the God of War series." Yeah, I'm going to buy this. That's video. true, but then you're also you look at the Spider-Man part. I mean, it's Spider-Man, so even if it's trash, it will still sell some because it's Spider-Man. It's Spider-Man. It'll sell some, it, but which is correct. Yes, it's not good enough. Don't but, forget that there were Spider-Man games for the movies. And I'm sure they sold. Fine. Maybe maybe, maybe not the recent ones, the Amazing Spider-Man games, but. Who are those made for anyway? They're made for fucking people who don't know any better. They make their parents to buy. Exactly, that's what they're made for. Um, but this is the part about the, comparing the two trailers for those two games. Last E three, you got my attention with that trailer, and you showed zero gameplay. I still had my. Oh, we're moving on to God of War though. Yeah, but I still had my reservations that. I didn't not see any gameplay in this trailer, but the game looks fucking phenomenal, and it looks well done. Now you show me gameplay, and now I'm like, oh, wait a second. But anyways, God of War looks fucking fantastic. The game looks gorgeous. Um, I do love me some fucking bearded Kratos. My fucking boy. That's weird. You gotta fucking show support for the beards, Mike. Beard gang. Get in, get out. Get with it. Okay. Oh, Okay. But that game looks good. That that's definitely in the hand hand in the pile here for reasons to buy a PlayStation Four. God of War. You just fondled some balls <laughs> to indicate that you want to get some PS4 games. I am reading an article right now that God of War is departing from the classic camera cuts and quick time events. Oh. Cause they're fucking garbage. Quick time events are not fun. They're just not fun. It's just an odd game to take it out of. I don't think so. It's not open world. It doesn't need to be. It. The boss battles are very much quick time events, from what I remember. 
that's why it's interesting that they're we we, we need to we need to define quick time events here so that we're all on the same page on what a quick time event is. Do you consider the fighting in Batman quick time? No. Like when it like pops up and says like press B to fucking parry or something. That's no, not a quick time. That's event. not a quick time. Okay, event. all right. Anyways, there's quick time events in, in Batman, the, but not. I can't remember any during cutscenes. I'm sure. Uh, I think in a couple of the boss battles, but I again. It's been a while. It's been yeah. finished. Yeah. Arkham Knight. I don't know. I, I mean, the God of War game looks great. Quick time events are garbage. Fight me if you think that they're. Make a case for them being a good thing. I I, I don't know. If 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 they're a part of a cinematic. And you're having trouble keeping the player's attention with the cinematic that you need to inject it with a button press to make sure the person is paying attention, then your cinematic is bad. I'm sorry. If you need if you need to like forcefully make me press X to push me through the fucking story, then No, I agree. You should be doing it with your graphics and storytelling. Yeah, the storytelling. The narrative should be good enough that I don't need to press X, you know, when a fucking helicopter's coming. That That is not fun. Games are meant to be fun and experiences. That's not an experience I want to have, and it's not fun. That's my opinion. Get off the soapbox. Quick time events are done. Anyways. Oh. So, God of War looks fucking delicious. It's definitely... Soft reboot for the series. Straying, Is that what they're calling it? Straying away from Greek mythology and going towards Norse mythology. I'm fine with that. I mean, that's that's a good move for them. Plus, I mean, didn't he kill all the other gods anyway? He, yeah. He, I mean, he, he, the, the other thing that people were, like, thinking that they were trying to do is, because in this, Kratos is a father, and you have, you have a son with you for, I don't know if it's the whole game or parts of it at least. My guess is he dies, but... The, and that's what everyone was saying, and the developers came out and said, no. He doesn't, he, that's not, like, we're not going for, like, a cheap, like, story where it's like, oh, they kill my son, and now I gotta, like, avenge him. They're not doing that. Yeah, I have a feeling it's still gonna happen, but... Maybe towards the end, but... Or that he, or Kratos dies. Kratos dies and you play as the son? I'm fine with that, too. The son. That's not a bad way to go, but I don't think they would kill their main character. Why not? They're going in a different direction with the series. Yeah, but... I don't know. Would it not be weird if they killed Link in Zelda? There's it's a like different Link Zelda's. in every game. That is true. That's what so I they, mean. So is, they can get yeah. around it. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's definitely plausible. I'm not saying it's not. I don't know if I would. I don't know if like you know a flagship character for them is somebody they'd want to like kill. It's different in Zelda where like it's Link, and it, like it's not super important that it's not the exact same person. I don't know. I feel like they could get away with it, especially they if could get, they can make it work. They can make it work. And if we're, if we're talking about series that could make it work, that would be one of them. They could make that work. Um, you know, if they like did it to something like I don't know. Nah, I don't know. Maybe I'm speaking crazy. They, they kill people. Just kill Mario and finish the games with Luigi. Waluigi. Soup. Luigi, brothers. Maybe Mario has a illegitimate son that we don't know. About. I mean, let's just be honest right, right Mario, now. I mean, Mario Sony Jr. Sony had a terrible press conference because they didn't show Knack Two during the press conference. They announced it prior. Knack yeah. Two. Knack Two, baby. Yeah, they dropped the ball there. They honestly, there was a couple of things that were missing from their press conference that made no sense to me. I don't remember seeing the Crash Bandicoot trilogy during the press conference. 
Isn't it coming out very soon? I think so, but again, not wasn't there in the press conference, which is weird to me. Oh. That's like a very odd thing to be missing. And another big deal, in my opinion, is if, and this is like one of the things I'm most jealous about from Sony's thing. Probably the only thing I'm jealous about, to be honest, is uh, Undertale is coming exclusively is prior to this only on PC. It's coming exclusively to PS4 and and Vita. The only the only Vita reference, I'm pretty sure, throughout Sony's entire E3, and it wasn't made during the conference because it was announced prior. But that's a huge deal, and I, I don't know why they didn't announce that during their presser, because that would have been a cool little thing. Indie support, and like, hey, like people who care about indies, we get this awesome indie game coming only here. Like, hey, we have an exclusive game that people like, that's well-revered, has, you know, won awards. But let's, let's not put it during our show. Why would we do that? It would have to mention the Vita, too, and no one wants that. Honestly, that might have been part of the reason why. I, who the fuck knows? But we talked about it on the pre-E3 episode. Sony is a lot of smoke and mirrors. They show a lot of things that are coming out too far in advance. And in my opinion, they their, their presser this year was... It didn't show us much, anything that we didn't really know about. We kind of pretty much knew about everything that was being shown. Like, none of those games were a surprise. Am I wrong here? I'm thinking about the games that they were shown. The and Crash tr- Trilogy comes out next week. Or two weeks-ish. It, it could have been mentioned in some fucking form. I mean... Like, at least, like, like ARMS didn't show up in Nintendo's presser, but they had a fucking tournament there. You know what I mean? So they didn't need Well, that. they also had it in the trailer. The, in the beginning? Yeah. yeah. I think so ARMS it was, it was at which, least mentioned, which, which is fine. It's all they need to do. I think every system should say, like, these are games that are coming out soon. We don't really want to talk about them, but we want to make sure, like, that you this know is they're coming here. out soon. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. associate this with our fucking system, with yeah. our brand. I don't know. Very weird. Especially since Crash, at one point, was, was, was their system. Yeah. Was their system. Yeah. It's very, it's very odd to me. Um, uh, so Sony d- does what Nintendo, so. oh, which is yeah. not good at this point. Uh, anyways, uh, so being that I don't have being here all along, I don't have a PlayStation Four, so I wasn't keeping up to date with what's coming out. So like the things that they announced that you know I wouldn't have known about. Like so, besides Spider Man and God of War. Which we knew about because I think they mentioned it last E3. They showed it last yeah. E3. That's um, what I'm saying. A lot, most of what they showed has already been shown in some. So like, whether it was at E3 last year or PSX in January. Uh, like Detroit, I don't think I knew anything about. I don't remember if they showed a lot, but I'm pretty sure they they either announced that at E3 last year or during PSX in January. But that's another game where like people are super excited about it. It looks fucking just dull to me. The developers behind it made the game Heavy Rain, which is super critically acclaimed, so there's some promise there mm-hmm. with the developer's background, but... Yeah, I mean, I didn't know anything about it. I don't know how I feel about the game itself. I like the story. Yeah. I like the story. Yeah. And I guess they're describing it as, like, you know, every... It's like one of those games where, like, you have to make a decision, and then the story itself will branch out based off of those decisions. Yeah. Which, okay, cool. Which is, like, Bioware's uh, mantra. Yeah. Uh, this was it. Um, I don't think I knew that they were going to do an HD remaster of, of Shadow Colossus, which is awesome. But like, 
if one of the if one of the only did I call that on the podcast? We had no, talked, you didn't. We, we had you, talked we, about the game, but I don't you, remember why it came up. You because because they said it's coming. It was when we were watching the Xbox conference here. Uh, he brought it up. Um, fucking yeah. Okay, I mean, that so was, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead. I call I was completely expecting that that was gonna get remade. I actually thought that they were going to try to take it in a new direction and just make a new game, like a second Shadow Colossus. I never Colossus. played Shadow Colossus. Is it a game where they can make a sequel to it or no? Um, I don't remember how it ends. It, it, that I, that's, was, game, was, that's a game I like recently rebought. Was Ico packed with it, or was it a separate game, or was it the same developers? It's now packed with it, but it, it, it's the same developers. Did but it have anything to do with Were they similar like no. universes? No. Um, um, the, develop, the development team, I believe, is called Ico as well now. Oh, okay. And I think Ico got bought, so maybe that's why they can't make a new one. I don't know. But anyways, I was expecting a new game. The last thing that game needs is a HD remaster. It was literally fine as it was. I don't know what the sales were on the game. I mean, maybe they're just looking to reach a broader audience with it, which is fine. I mean, I'm not against HD remasters of good games, Um, but... If one of the only new things you're showing at your press conference, the you know the biggest show floor of the year for most of these people, is a remaster of a game, you're not you're not winning E3. You're not fucking. You're not getting a non. You're not getting me, someone who doesn't who isn't in the Sony ecosystem currently. You're not getting me to jump in with that. You're gonna appease your hardcore Sony fans that already have a system, which is great. You definitely want to take care of those people. Those are the people that are your bread and butter, but it's not bringing in new people. My, my biggest gripe with with what, for the most part, was showed during Sony's presser was that I just felt like it went from, you know, photorealistic, dark, gloomy graphics, setting, tone, environment, you know, to the next one, to the next one, to the next one. No color, no, like, genre change, nothing... Nothing to just mix it up. It just felt like like when Detroit was going and then Days Gone was going and, you know, Uncharted or whatever else was there, it just all felt like it was meshed together and it was just one, like, you know, cavalcade of of the same game. Like, if I wasn't paying full attention, I would have just thought it was one big trailer for the same thing. I'm not saying photorealistic graphics are bad. I'm not saying, you know, dark settings and tones are bad. It's just, you know... Fucking mix it up. Give me something fucking to look at. Give me something bright and colorful. Give me something good. Um, so, I mean, so that's, I guess that's Sony in a nutshell. Yeah, let's say yes. I don't know, is there anything else you guys want to bring up about Sony? I don't think they particularly had a good conference. I mean, Sony is in a great position, but I think that was a bad E3 for them. I don't think that was a good E3. They kind of honestly blew their fucking load the past E3, and maybe the past two, by showing a lot of games that were so far away from being, you know, completed that they went for the spectacle, the smoke and mirrors thing that I keep talking about, and now they don't have things to show because it's like, oh, let's show you Final Fantasy VII Remake again. Let's show you Kingdom Hearts again. Let's show you these oh, things yeah. again. Again. Mara mara. Anyways. That's that. Let's move on to, in my opinion, the company that won E3. But we can get to that. And, uh, that's Nintendo. Okay. 
I think that Nintendo is so behind in a lot of things they do, but then so forward in a lot of things they do. And I think the way that they've been handling E3 for the past couple of years is like streets ahead of everybody else. Where it's... Nobody fucking cares about these stupid press conferences with random fucking people on stage, being awkward, fumbling over lines, teleprompters going out, all this shit. Nobody cares about that. Nintendo makes it fucking clear, concise, to the point. It's... Directly to, to you. you. It's to, it, It's just... It's a package thing. Like, here you go. No confusion. This is what we're doing. Here you go. And they have a focus on things that are coming out in the near future. Yes, this year they showed us... Showed us, air quotes, things that are down the pipeline. But they did that for good reasons. But we'll get there. So, thoughts on Nintendo? Uh... Well, Rocket League took me by surprise. That was surprising, and I I love how it was teased right at the beginning. Like, yeah, they you know they got Splatoon going, they got arms, like all these things going, like real people, all this shit happening, and then you just I'm like, wait, was that Rocket League? Like what? That's a huge indie game from them. I don't care how old it is. That's an amazing indie game, hugely successful indie game. Now it's coming to the Switch with crossplay. That's fucking and hats and Mario hats. The hats. That's fucking huge. I'm curious to see now that it has crossplay. If like I have the Switch version and I got my fucking Mario hat on and you're playing against me on Xbox, can we like will that show up? Like you can't get it, but it will be there for me. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be like, that'd be fun to me. Like if they did that with other games, like if Overwatch went cross-play and like I don't know Sony had like a Kratos costume for somebody, like that would be cool if it was like oh shit I'm playing against someone on Sony and I can tell because he's wearing that they're wearing that fucking Sony. Kratos thing. I don't know, that, that would be kind of cool if other games did shit like that. Um, but. Rocket League, what else? Uh, let's see, what did they show us? A lot. They did show us a lot. I mean, I can run through it, if you want me to run through run it. Run through it. So, I mean, for things that we actually saw, obviously they ended with Mario, we'll get to that at the end. Uh, they showed us snippets of the new Yoshi game, mm-hmm. just for now titled Yoshi. Oh, the new Kirby game, too. New Kirby. Um, Kirby. Fuck, now I'm, like, blanking. Yeah. Um, well, so then they tease two things, and I fucking called the Pokemon thing. I'm gonna... Well, continue. No, no, no. Or we can get right to it now. I, I called the Pokemon thing, but what were you gonna say? Would... Would just saying that, hey, we're making a Pokemon game really have been distracting during the other Pokemon? Yes. I don't think so. Because I they, 100% Because it just said, oh, we're also making one. No. <laughs> hundred percent, you're wrong. They the reason. I feel I like said, all. They, I the, feel like all those things could have naturally, if they, they didn't need to make a whole Pokemon thing. I guess is what I'd really well, say. Well, no, that's Nintendo's. That's Nintendo's that's thing. thing. That's what they do, which I love that they do Nintendo Directs throughout the year, whenever the fuck they feel like it, to to speak directly to you. Like uh-huh. it's a smart way to run their business. They can speak right to the people that they want to speak to and say, hey. This is what we got. It's a fantastic way for them to Please communicate the fist directly to you guys. Um, and yeah, I think it was important. I mean, it wasn't a drawn-out Pokemon Direct. It was like eight minutes long. It, yeah. it did what it needed to do. And I think it was important for them to get those announcements out of the way. Because again, just saying the words, we're making a Pokemon game for the Switch that is an RPG. That is an actual Pokemon game. That isn't Pokemon Stadium. Isn't Pokemon Coliseum. Isn't fucking Pokemon uh, XD Gale of 
Shadowness or whatever the fuck it was called. Was that supposed to be a real title? Was that yeah, a it, is, it, it is a real title. Okay, I thought you were... It just... was for the GameCube. It was okay. like Gale, Gale, of, Gale of Darkness or something XD or DX. Like it was a ass. bad game. Um, Pokemon Snap, which is great, but it's not a fucking Pokemon, like a real Pokemon game. Uh, it could be. Hey, you Pikachu. Could it be an RPG. I wouldn't. Open world Pokemon Snap? No. Oh, Call, I mean, I'm down with that, but that's not what they're fucking making. The <laughs> that's Dom's prediction, not mine. I think we're getting... Uh, my opinion is we're not going to get this game until after next year, and it's going to be in a set in a new locale. It's not going to oh, be... It's, Brendan's making two bad assumptions. <laughs> <laughs> you think we're getting it next year? Yeah, we're going to get... A Pokemon 20, next year. 2018 Pokemon s- Snap for the Switch. I didn't say it. snap. I said I'll I said a Pokemon RPG, a real Pokemon game. He said, could be, he said could snap be could be an RPG. He can also say that farts smell good, but he's wrong. I'll come. I'll come up with a better title for it. Yeah, for the next podcast. We'll for what? This for Pokemon Snap for Switch. Listen, I'm totally fine with a new Pokemon Snap game, but Pokemon Snap's not an RPG. It could be. If you want to, like, take the words role-playing game and say, yes, you're role-playing as a photographer, yeah, get, sure, then it's an RPG. You get new but, but what a new yeah. film, and mm-hmm. you have, like, new shutters. So if you want to take the base of what Pokemon Snap was and then add all of these RPG elements, sure. Good. Okay, great. I don't think that's what they're doing. Well, that's what that was. <laughs> 2018. <laughs> okay. I think we're getting it after next year. I don't. Th- I, I would be shocked. I, if they can't show us a fucking... So what title do you think, what do you think or gameplay? Year? What do you think's next year? We'll get there. Well, we're there. I, no, we're not. Let's. I mean, let's just say I fucking called Pokemon sh- saying it. I said that they needed to have it separate because Pokemon Tournament would have got fucking lost in the fucking wind. Gold and Silver coming to eShop. Wait, Pokemon Tournament for what? <laughs> Who's this, who is this guy? Who invited this guy? I don't know. I I think. So I, you're saying you're both saying that they need to make this announce announcement separately so it didn't fucking, you know, blow out the other games. Yeah. But it's also not a game that's not even coming out next year. It, they've never put an actual Pokemon game on a home console. No, I understand. That's a big deal. I know it's a that big deal. That in itself is a big deal. I know it's a big, big deal. deal, but it just seems so weird for them to... Pokemon is a game that is fucking millions, millions... Pokemon Poke, The Pokemon franchise Pokemon is one of the best... You just best build a house and you decorate your house. Pokemon... Don't listen to this guy. The Pokemon franchise is one of the best-selling games of all time. If not, I I think Mario is number one. But Pokemon is in the top three, or top five. Pokemon is fucking up there. It's a b- fucking humongously selling, super Dino, successful Dino, game. Dino, you're, ta- you're talking Pokemon. about putting a mainline Dino. Pokemon game mm-hmm. on the home console. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Nintendo, just cash their fucking check. The Switch is not failing. It can't. It will not. It's not possible. After Pokemon comes out, then we'll find out. But with a Pokemon, a real Pokemon game that's going to be exclusive to the Switch coming out, every 3DS owner is going to buy that. Did they say that it was going to be exclusive to the Switch? Yeah, I believe they did, yes. I believe they said they're making a Pokemon RPG exclusively for the Switch. Okay. My other thing is, I don't think it's going to be set in Alola. We've already going to be... By the time that... Oh, it, we're going to get bogged down by Alola by that point. Well, that's what I'm saying. By the t- if the game really comes out next year, that'll be the third year of Alola. I don't think it's coming next year. So you're telling me four years of Alola? I don't think so. I think, I think we either get a new region with new Pokemon, or we just get all of the regions open world Pokemon game, all of the Pokemon. 
So, so they don't have to make anything new. They're just gonna put everything into one big fucking fuck fest, and people are gonna go nuts. I mean, if it's a if chaos, if it's a third person open world with any sort of multiplayer Pokemon game, it it's it's fucking. That sounds like twenty two. No. Again, you're gonna have they, grass rumbling Pokemon. They. They said it. Pokemon. They said it a, a year and a half ago when they were pushing back Zelda. They said the physics engine that we're creating for this Zelda game is going to allow us to make other games quicker in the future. So my guess is there's assets from the Zelda game that are in the Mario game from a skeletal back end point. How many bad guys are in the in Breath of the Wild? What does like it even mean? How many? How many? Mike's never even played the game. How many villains? Like I'm like villains? Like Backlebonds, they're all the same. No, you want me to like say things? I no, you I can't I can't taint the experience for you. Listen, I are I'm, there are there a variety of of yes, there are a variety of villains and mini bosses and real bosses. More than let's say 150 or more. You see, or more. You see, I'm just saying that it <clears throat> just seems like. A, that that a open that open world game in that. So what you're telling me is you don't think that a cartridge can handle possessing the data for all I, of these creatures. I didn't say that. They're not going to be all on the screen at once. That would be the issue. If it's, if it's an open world game, then they would have to be on the screen. Okay, Breath of the Wild is an open world game. Yep. Humongous fucking game, bigger than Skyrim. A humongous game. There's no loading. There's no loading screens unless you go into a shrine, which is maybe, maybe 15 to 20 seconds. Or if you do, like, the quick, you know... Which, again, is maybe 15 to 20 seconds. Well, then we're getting into... To but you can, mechanics. You, can but walk, also... you can walk across one end of the map in Zelda all the way to the other end with it never loading. I mean, again, so the, no loading screens. The game is loading I'm not, in, I'm in the background. I'm not talking about loading at all. I'm just saying that when you encounter a Pokemon in this open-world Pokemon game you're talking about... Yeah. Is it going to cut to a Pokemon battle screen? Probably. Or are you just going to fight it in the wild like Breath of the Wild? I mean, my guess is that it's going to function as a Pokemon game. It's going to change perspective so you can... So are you going to see what Pokemon you're encountering before you walk up to it? Yes, the game can definitely handle that. I. You're adding hundreds of, of creatures that are going to have to be randomized because that's the way Pokemon works. Nintendo is probably the single best developer of taking limited hardware, because they've done it with literally every console they've ever built, and cramming so much into these cartridges or discs that other developers cannot do. I'm still not saying that they can't do it. I'm saying that this, this is what, but this, this is sounds a, like a game that's three or four years down the line. I don't think it's. I don't think it's four years. I think we see it in 2019. But again, again, regardless, even if it's three or four years out, there's no drought of games this year and no drought so far of games for next year. What's next year? Yeah, what's on the what do we what do we know so far, I guess? What do we know so far? We so we know that we're getting Yoshi and Kirby. Those are both twenty eighteen. Those are both for twenty eighteen. Confirmed from E3, right? Yep. This year we have for the rest of the year, ARMS just came out today. We have yep. ARMS. We have Splatoon next month. We have Pokémon Tournament. We have 
Mario and Rabbids, we have Super Mario Odyssey, we have Fire Emblem Warriors, we have Xenoblade 2. Is that 2017? Yep, it's okay. a holiday. Um, it's probably going to be a December, a first week of December. Time? No, it's a sequel. It's a new game. Um, but I mean, that that's a shitload. Again, you look at Sony, you look at Xbox, neither one of them are putting out fucking first party titles, and if they are, it's one. So Nintendo yeah, is... Yeah, but Nintendo relies on their first party. Well, they have to, of course. But Nintendo's sitting here going, and Reggie had an interview today, oh, not today, but the interview got put up today, and I read it, where they were asking him, you know, about games, this, that, it seems like you guys are coming out really strong in the first year, and, you know, they acknowledge that their Wii U strategy didn't go well for many reasons, one of them being there was not a good support of Nintendo games in the first year. So they're not going to make that mistake. The Switch is riding high. They have literally at least one AAA first-party Nintendo game for every month. Sprinkle in games like Shovel Knight, Spectre of Torment, and Treasure Trove. Sprinkle in things like Snake Pass. Um, so my worry becomes that... Rocket League coming. My worry becomes that... We're, we're talking about how much is coming out this year. Yep. What titles do we know are coming out next year besides Yoshi and Kirby? Well, here's so here's the other thing. We don't, but we don't need to because of Nintendo's strategy, which is they don't just utilize E3 to announce things that we don't know about. They do directs all fucking year long. And if you don't think we're going to get a holiday direct that's going to say, oh, coming, here's a release date for Yoshi. Here's a release date for Kirby. And if you're telling I me right now... I expect those. That just... if this holiday goes fucking bananas for them, which I think it's going to... Third-party developers, if they're not already, are going to be gearing up for things to come out next year for the Switch. Okay. We're also getting FIFA 18. We're getting a real FIFA game. That's a big deal. Especially because the last few Madden FIFAs that have come to Nintendo consoles have been just the word Madden or the word FIFA. A shitty version yeah. of an older game with missing features. Is it? Did, was FIFA the only EA game? I believe so, which is fine. It's the best-selling sports game in the world. I'd, I'd rather them... I'm, I'm, even, whether I buy it or not, I'd rather them put FIFA than Madden strictly because it will help the console more than Madden would. On a global basis. In a global scale, yeah. I don't think people who are Madden, Madden people would care for it on the Switch. Uh, FIFA's a different yeah. thing because FIFA is, you know, again, a super global game. And taking it on the go. I don't know. If, I feel like nah, I don't know. The story maybe mode. with the with the new story mode that they're doing. I don't. Know. Yeah, I don't know. But anyways, um, finish the point you're trying to make. With Pokemon. I'm just huh? Was there a point you were trying to get to with Pokemon? No, I'm just saying I don't see it coming. The, with the way I, I don't think the game's coming next year. I think it's possible for it to be a 2019 game. I just if if it's if you're saying open world Pokemon, I'm just expecting. Like, I mean, it doesn't years. have to be. It doesn't have to be. It, I mean, I'm I'm saying like hopes and dreams, a Pokemon game that is like all of the regions, all of the Pokédex, and you know you start. Maybe you pick a fucking region to start in, and you work from there and literally become the fucking Pokemon master. Um, but my my prediction is going to be is is that it's going to be a either a new setting or all of the old settings and it's going to be its own mainline game with uncertainty if there's a 3ds other version i mean again they could do this they could make the games intertwine 
and you know instead of doing Sun and Moon on the 3DS, they you do can Sun connect on the your Switch. 3DS to your Switch, and you can play Cap'n Ooh. on your 3DS. Like you sail your boat on the screen, and then mm-hmm. it happens on. The... He's talking about Animal Crossing. I'm confused. No, this is a good idea. Pokemon Crossing. We already, we already talked about this. Anyways. You build your own house, and Anyways. then you decorate it with your Pokemon. Yeah. Well, so let's talk about the actual E3. Okay. Um, so, yes. I we think, were talking about E3. I know. I, I think saying Pokemon RPG coming to Switch is a big deal. That's that's them Pokemon saying... Snap. That's like saying... That's them saying, hey, we have all these games coming out this year. Here they all are. Here's Fire Emblem. Here's Xenoblade. Here's Mario. Here's Pokemon. Here's all these things coming in the next few months. Oh, by the way, we're putting a fucking real Pokemon game in the near future. Yeah, oh, man. by the way, here comes Metroid Prime 4 in the near future. Well, do they say in the near future? Didn't they just say coming? In development. It's fine. It's But it's... 2025. But, it, but, but here's the thing, though. But here's the thing. Why is it okay for Sony and Microsoft to do it and not them? I didn't say there was a problem. All right, so I'm just saying. I'm just... Again, my question is, they're going heavy in the first year. The, we only know of a couple games for next year, and one of them is like a... I don't know, like a soft sequel yeah, but to a so, game that came out last year? But, two years ago? Last year? I, I still I, I still World like World. am regretting to see The Kirby game looks awesome. Four player Kirby. Not regretting, but I'm 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 failing to see the problem with them going hard in the first year. I just worry that they'll have a sophomore slump. You're afraid they blew their blew their water. I, we're not we're, we're not getting Metroid next year. We're not getting Pokemon no, next year. And that's not a chance. And, and I'm but that's I'm agreeing fine. with you there. But, I'm saying I just hope that there's stuff that they're hiding from us. Of course, of course they are. But it's not. I, but it's not a Mario game. It's not a Zelda game. It's not a Metroid game. It's not a Pokemon game. Okay. Finally, F Zero's time and to shine. And it's not a Fire Emblem game, or I guess it could. It be, could but, be a real. But Fire they're Emblem releasing game. two this year. Right, we're we're getting warriors, and we got Shadow of Valencia. So, but I mean, they can, I just they I just can make one. But Star Fox, Star Fox last year, I it could ready, it could be ready. I'm I'm gonna give you the the. We get at least the last Star Fox game was that Wii U or is that Wii U? Switch? Yeah. So that could get ported. We're gonna get at I, least. I get, don't. I don't want. Wasn't it to, not a good game? I don't. Want I just them, think the controls weren't good. I also don't control. want them to rely on ports to. to get they're them. definitely not going to, but they're gonna sprinkle them in again. You have to also look at this that we all had a Wii U, but most people didn't have a Wii U. Mm-hmm. So a lot of games like Mario Kart Eight got fucking the shit into the stick. Mario Kart Eight came out at the end of May. It had two days to be part of the sales for May. It was the best-selling game of May. Being two days in the month and being console exclusive. The Switch version? Yeah. Um, and it broke every record for Mario Karts as the series. It's the best-selling Mario Kart, most successful Mario Kart ever. So some of the games, yes, we may not get it next year, but we're gonna, we're, we will learn at some point between the holiday this year and early next year of Smash coming to the Switch. It, it's gonna. It's gonna. We'll at least know about it. It might not come next year. We're gonna know about it. Mario Maker a new would game? make sense. No, 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 no. I think it's gonna be four with added shit. I think it's gonna be all of the shit from the Wii U version, all of the shit from the 3DS version together, and then hopefully a couple of maps, maybe a couple of characters. Ice Climbers? What would be the reason to keep them out now? Yep. Um, I think we'd get, you know, a hand 
three three characters, couple of stages, probably a Super Mario Odyssey stage, probably a Breath of the Wild stage. It would just make sense. Um, An open world Breath of the Wild stage. Why is he here? Smash. Um, Pokemon Snap stage. Smash. You just take pictures. <laughs> um, but so you you're worried about things that are you know not, or what are they going to do next year? Sans third party support, which I think again third party support is going to come in. Big time. Oh, I year. expect that it will too. But um, I actually wouldn't be surprised if there's a Rayman exclusive for. Wouldn't surprise me. Uh, I mean, wouldn't surprise me if we get Smash Port and Rayman shows up. Uh, I think it would surprise me because didn't something happen? Didn't something break down between the two of them for him? Ubisoft is the developer. I know. We're getting a Mario and Rabbids Ubisoft. I, th- I think their relationship is patched up. The problem was this. Rayman was supposed to be yeah. an exclusive Wii U launch title. It got pushed back, and then it got multi-platform. So they were like, oh, okay. I- I'm assuming that's why they said, fuck you to Rayman. And then we're like, we're going to fucking get Cloud. Maybe, fucking, yeah, we'll get the Rabbids instead. I fucking hope not. I could see the Rabbids being an assist trophy and Rayman being a character, getting added to the game. But anyways, Animal Crossing, another humongously popular fucking thing that works very well on a portable system Having it on both would be great. That what can come it? next year. And a new game or a port? A new game. There's no Wii U version. There was a Wii okay. game. There was a GameCube game, 3DS game, nothing on the Wii U. The Wii U was a perfect console for that. With the tablet, you could manage all your things. My assumption... Oh, no, there was a Wii U game. Animal, <laughs> Amiibo, Amiibo Festival doesn't count. My assumption is that there was a real Animal Crossing Wait, there game. there was another one, too, wasn't there? Shut the fuck Wasn't there one with, like, uh... Oh, was that the 3DS one? New where Leaf? You, like, no, where you... New Leaf had... Uh, where you decorated 3, 3DS had two, yes. Yes, that was a 3DS game. And it sold really well. Yeah, not here. It, it doesn't matter. It sold really well. Who the fuck cares? It was good for them. It was a, it was a good business decision for them. Uh, anyways... I would be shocked if they weren't developing at one point an Animal Crossing game for the Wii U since the console was perfect for it. My guess is at some point they were like, this console's we're going to move now. So they stopped development there, transferred it to the Switch. Animal Crossing is a holiday title next year. I would... For sure. Okay, I can see that. Animal Crossing... An announcement at the beginning of the year. Animal before. Crossing is a big title for them next year, for sure. I could see F-Zero. You gotta look at this, too. You gotta look at this. Nintendo is, at the very least, doing one thing this year, and it's, we're listening to our fans, at least a little bit. Everyone's clamoring for a Metroid game for fucking years. Oh, Nintendo forgot about this franchise. Oh, Nintendo hates their franchise, hates their fans, blah, blah, blah. They made a Metroid game last year. (laughs) What are you laughing about, Mike? Federation Force. There you go. Okay. And people were fucking mad about it. So So what are they doing this year? We're gonna give you a fucking... Remake of Samus 2 for the 3DS, a platformer, so we satisfy our platformer, mm-hmm. and we're also making a Metroid Prime 4 to satisfy the Prime people. Not 2025. <laughs> but again, even if it's in the future, Sony and Microsoft do the same fucking shit, I so I, you cannot be mad about it. Who's mad? But again, simply saying, hey, we listen to you, we know you want this, it's coming, that's enough. I just, I just hope that the system gets to the point where... We can have uh, we can have Fallout Five for Switch, or we can. Have, I think we will. We can have. You know what I'm saying? Like, or at the very we don't least, have to, we don't have to have worry that Nintendo isn't 
we have all of these franchises. Nintendo has all the, their main franchises, but we just got a game from them. Like, what's going to happen next year? Well, we don't have to worry about that because Fall Five is coming out. All we year. have to worry about is this. This is this is what third parties look at. They look at the install base. Nintendo back in the day and 64 had all the fucking games. Super Nintendo had all the fucking games. Granted, there was just two consoles. Well, not N64 days. There were three, at least. But, uh, you know, there's... If the install base keeps growing and the Switch keeps doing what it's doing for the rest of the year... And again, Mario Odyssey was named... You know, back-to-back Nintendo has won Game of Show. Zelda last year, Mario this year. I, I think it's safe to say that the Switch is going to fucking destroy it this year. Like, I would be shocked if the other two beat them well, just in the holiday sales. The So the issue that I have there is that I still haven't seen one in stores. I have, and they have addressed that, again, it's scarce, but there are weekly restocks. And Reggie, again, today in that interview, said that they're actively working on ramping up production, especially to meet the holiday demands. What is the... They don't benefit from not having consoles, what though, is especially the, yeah, right now. What is the issue? My assumption is that it's just, I mean, there's X amount of consoles that can be made in Y amount of time, and it's not meeting the demand. They're a billion-dollar organization. They should just buy... P- you can't... PSVRs, you can't find them. And Sony has 50 million fucking PS4s in, in are, people's homes. Are people clamoring for PS4s? There's a, there are people looking for it. There are people mad that they can't find it. Oh, I feel like... And I, that's a boutique item. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a $400 fucking uh, I also peripheral. feel like GameStop was, like, had a sign in their window that said, we have VRs, but... I'm not sure. Pro- probably to, to be like, hey, sh- people are looking for it. We have them. Yeah. It's the same thing with Amiibos. They used to put up signs saying, we have Shulk today. You know what I mean? I don't know. I... I just I, there's no benefit. Nintendo's not purposely doing it. There's no benefits in that, the, especially not having a system in stock. Like that just seems bazonkers. But it's a good problem to have if they can't fucking keep it on shelves. Except that when, like you just said, the third party install base, like I I don't have a Switch now because I haven't found one. I'm like, I mean, not I've, going crazy looking for I've, one right I've now. Run but like them. I've run into them in on a weekly basis. Where? The Target in Wilmington, uh, and the Best Buy in Danvers. Yeah, the the Target and Best Buy in my area do not have them. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm just, not. I'm not like worried a strange about strange issue for them to not have systems in stock. I, we had this discussion when Mario Kart came out. There were more Mario Kart games sold, or more Breath of the Wild sold. No than systems had been sold. Was it Mario Kart? No, no, no. The, the, I mean, we we went into Target multiple times and saw like fucking stacks of Mario Kart Eight There's and still no consoles. Stacks, yeah. But um, no, the attack rate for Zelda, I don't know if it's still this way, but Zelda at least in the beginning had more sales than the console itself, and yeah. that was it. Wasn't they weren't looking at Wii U numbers too? They were just looking at for uh, Switch yeah. Switch numbers. It just seems like a bonkers problem. No, I, again and. They, they like money and they want the system to do well. Yeah. They're not like purposely not stocking it. I I honestly think it is. You know, there's a very, huge demand. We released this console with low numbers because they didn't expect it to be. I mean, it's a March release for a fucking console. You know what I mean? Like, Nintendo seems to gauge their. But they released it with Zelda. I know, but Nintendo historically seems to gauge 
Yes, it seems like they're not super aware of what's no, happening. Well, what I do think is, I, I, I think that when we had uh, Sean and, and, and Waz, I think when we had Sean and Waz, yeah, Sean and Waz on the show a couple weeks ago from uh, Yacht Club Games, I think they probably were on to something when they said that Nintendo probably makes a lot of its business decisions based on Japan. Japan. Yeah. And it, from what I understand from people that, you know, that either work at other outlets or people that I just know have gone to Japan, most things that are very hard to find here are readily available in Japan. So my guess is that they base a lot of their decisions on the Japanese market, which is probably not the smartest for the global interest. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, but, I mean, everyone runs into these snafus. When the fucking Xbox... When the Xbox One came out, I remember not being able to find it anywhere either. To the point where I did find another Xbox One Day One Edition in store, and I sat there and contemplated buying it just because I was like... I Can might you, just buy this for someone else. Oh, you because bought day one, though. You I, yeah, I, 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 I pre-ordered pre it. Um, I don't know. I mean, we, we should probably wrap this up. It's running a little long here, but... Yeah. My personal opinion, I think... We didn't even talk about Mario, but... You wrap up your Nintendo thoughts. You know, 30 seconds. I mean, I'm I still am looking for a Switch. Um, but E3-wise. Well, this is getting to that point, is I was still... Contemplating buying a Switch, I have been for a few weeks. I mean, even I mentioned it in the um, Shovel Knight episode. I was waiting for something that was going to make me fo- like force me to buy a Switch. Yeah, Breath of the Wild, I was all for. I heard varying opinions. I, of course, am going to buy it when yeah. I get the Switch. It just wasn't something that I needed to rush out and buy. Um, I don't know if I can can handle having a backlog of Breath of the Wild and Odyssey, so I will probably end up buying a Switch soon soon so that I don't miss out on both titles. Yeah. Plus Splatoon, to be honest. That game looks fucking... I I mean, I loved Splatoon. It's just not a game... It's not a a system buyer. Yeah. That's fair. um, I thought Nintendo had a great show. I thought most of the developers had a great show. Honestly, I thought it was a... a, All around, overall, I thought it was a fantastic E3. It's probably the best E3... Honestly, it's the in best a while. In, in a few years. Yeah, yeah, it really is from everybody. Uh, Mike, where are you jumping in on here? Wrapping up Nintendo. Uh, wrapping up Nintendo. Good stuff. I'll probably buy. Well, no, I was gonna get Mario, so that was a given. And I'm gonna get Rocket League because I feel like playing Rocket League. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Any other thoughts on the rest of what they showed? I mean, I'm exci- I'm firing the Warriors. I can't wait for. They fucking turned my brain around with Mario and Rabbids, so I'm g- I'm going to buy that, um, and I'll buy Xenoblade, but I might hold off on Xenoblade just because that's probably going to be a very long every time game. I think I'm going to get into Xenoblade, I just don't like I was going to get it for the 3DS and I yeah. never got around to it. Z- Xenoblade for me, expect- I'll probably skip this year, but it'll be a good game for me in the early months of next year when you're worried about what to play. Yeah. I have this vast RPG that I can jump into. But I also didn't mention that Skyrim's coming, and to a lot of if you're a Nintendo person. You've probably never played with Skyrim. exclusive content. Yep. Hats. Um I also expect that going back to Fire Emblem Warriors, I expect that Hyrule Warriors will probably also get a port with everything from the two systems, just because we yeah. was not a huge seller yeah. around the time of Fire Emblem Warriors. I'm expecting a Hyrule Warriors, maybe just a downloadable game, but 
something in that vein where you you're getting come, come out around the same time. Or or an announcement around yeah, that time. Can, just I, to say like this I can is see them this that. is in the same vein as this other game that we had that you might not have known about. Though, and this is why I think I'm not I'm unsure. I do think we're gonna see a few more titles. Mario Warriors. <laughs> I do think we're gonna see a few more titles come from the Wii U, which I'm fine with Ugh. having them sprinkle those in throughout the year next year. Um but I don't know if they're going to do it with games that are on both, on uh, th- Wii U and 3DS. Um, I don't know if they would do it with Mario Maker, cause just because they don't want to cannibalize the 3D- 3DS, you yeah. know what I mean? Which is why I don't know if they do it with Hyrule Warriors, because they're going to put it on three <laughs> three platforms. Well, you know they, what I mean? That's they've why abandoned it's... one of the platforms. That's my... The Wii U? Yeah. And I honestly don't think this, the... I, I do think that we don't see unwavering support from Nintendo on the 3DS until after 2018. What is 2018 the, might be What the is the final. Yoshi game called? Right now it's just called Yoshi. Okay. Again, which is why in my, bef- prior it to this... It seems like Yoshi's Bully World 3D. As, as Well, prior to this, when I when we did our prediction episode, I said I wouldn't be surprised. Actually, I don't know if I said it on the air, but I wouldn't be surprised if, th- if Bully World came over. But then I was like, ah, it's also 3DS port. Yoshi, this one, is... I was looking at pictures of it it's not woolly though. It's not. It's not wool. It's not yarn. It's like felt. It's a different aesthetic. It's like felt and cardboard. Yeah. Which I'm. I mean, I like that aesthetic for Yoshi. Makes sense. I like it for Kirby too. And the clay one it looked really nice. Um, but I mean, all pretty much all of the games they showed are like I'm. I'm very excited. I think they still have plenty of franchises to tap into for next year. I think that what they proved to us here is that we're listening, and you know. We're letting you know that we're working on some of these games so that you can see that we're not going to stop developing for this. We're, you can see as a longtime fan that you want these things. We're going to give them to you. And it also makes me think that we might finally see Nintendo dip into some things that they haven't dipped into in a while, like F-Zero. Earthbound 2019. Call it there right. it is. On the podcast. We could see an Earthbound game. I wouldn't be shocked. I know that the... <sighs> Shigasato Itoi? I don't know his last name, Itoi. The guy who is in chart who created the mother series the through the trilogy i know that he seems personally like he doesn't want to make another earthbound game mother game but i wouldn't be shocked if they just still decided to make another one um that's probably after pokemon snap but before pokemon yeah, exactly um, or whatever and i said it in my predictions too i wouldn't be shocked if we saw a 3d kid Icarus game Anytime shoving that down, it's pretty hard. I, I think that, you know, it's important to note that they purposely teased two games that are probably very far out from coming, Metroid and Pokemon, because next year they will have games to show in a, in a Nintendo Direct at some point in the beginning of the year that will be coming out next year, like Animal Crossing and some other, you know, surprises. We're, we're, they're they're like you're worried about. They're blowing their load by putting giving us Zelda and Mario in the same year. Doesn't mean we can't get other great first party franchises from the next year. Um, Mario Artist looks great. I think that they are doing what they did with Zelda with Mario, where they're they're giving it the best fucking experience they can do. They're making the best Mario game that they can make. Um, I'm excited. I think it's. I think it's going to be amazing. I. I think it might end up being my favorite Mario game. 
Super Mario Bros. 3 is probably you my favorite. You could throw the hat on a frog and you become <laughs> the frog. Whoa! You can but, be a real person on this game. Yep. You can. I, I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be fucking amazing. But final E3 thoughts, quickly. Uh, I, I'd watch it again next year. What, what are... What is the your biggest best game that came out of E three this year? Uh, came out of E three. Pass. We didn't talk about Destiny two, by the way. We did not. We did not, and I am excited about it. And I, the only thing that is pissing me off, and I need to see more details on what exactly they're doing, is they're doing exclusive content to PS four again, and it's fucking dumb. So fucking dumb. You're splitting your fucking audience in now threes because. You have PC players now, Xbox players, and then the fucking Golden Boys on PS4 with bonus content. Um, but that's for a year. That's a long time. In a game that's driven around loot, think about... It's not the same in Overwatch, because the the things that are exclusive are like weapons that you know are... Exo- basically, they have exotic weapons in the game, hard to get, do all these things, blah, 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 and they're usually really fucking awesome and powerful. And by the time that they come to the other two, a year later, they're going to be irrelevant or nerfed. Because there'll be new loot. Well, sucks for you guys not on the Sony PlayStation. No, it sucks for gamers as a whole. You know what that means, guys. Go out and buy your PS4s. They're on sale this week. They're, they they're... are on sale this week. For how much? Uh, there's a gold one for 250 Yeah. That's fucking ugly. Um, anyways, we got to wrap this up because we got to get cookies. And i got to pee. All right. So, as always... You can find us on the interwebs at ptcgaming.com, on Instagram at pass underscore the underscore controller, and on the tweets at pass controller. You can find me at bgroom, find Mike at underscore mikeopath, and Dom said fuck you guys, unless you want to plug it, Dom. I don't know what it is, so. Alright. So yeah, until next time, that was our E3 2017 recap.